When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. Fox News Digital got an interview with Aaron Snell, who is involved in the investigation into the murders in Moscow, and he had a few interesting things to say. And for me, the number one criticism I've had for the investigation, it hasn't had to do with police work. I'm sure they're doing a great job behind the scenes, and I'm sure that they're doing everything they can to bring this person to justice. My problem has been with the messaging. I've thought that the messaging has been very poor, to be honest with you. And there hasn't been enough clarification. And if you can't go down a road, well, why even begin the journey? And they've caused a lot of confusion and caused a lot of these conspiracy theories to run wild. And a lot of that happened at the beginning of this investigation. But as far as actual police work, they seem to be doing a pretty good job, collecting all the evidence, going over things, searching out every possible angle. So, obviously, we have to have some patience as the public. These things don't happen overnight, and it takes a while to build a case that you're going to get a rock-solid conviction on. And that's exactly what they're looking for, remember. They don't want to have somebody get arrested, and then all of a sudden that person gets off on some kind of technicality or loophole, or the prosecution didn't have an ironclad case, whatever it might be. That's the last thing anybody wants. So the investigators certainly have to walk a fine line with disseminating information to the public and keeping the integrity of their case locked in. And like I said in a previous article, I don't care about what's going on behind the scenes. I don't want to know what you're doing as far as your investigation. All I want is clear messaging. If you're going to get up there and you're going to give an interview or you're going to have a press conference, make sure that the messaging coming out of that press conference is clear and concise. And that's the biggest criticism I've had so far of this investigation. The police work, how could you criticize that if you're not there watching it, seeing what they're doing behind the scenes? And from all my experience covering cases like this, the police are working overtime behind the scenes. And in today's article from Fox News, we're going to hear from Aaron Snell, who's giving us a little bit more about their investigation and providing a little bit of clarity. Now, this is what they should have done from the very beginning. This article is from Fox News. Headline, Idaho murders. Was Kaylee Gonsalves the killer's main target? The police respond. Idaho State Police reveal new details about why they believe college students' murders were targeted. This article was authored by Michael Ruiz and Audrey Conklin. 
Police initially called the shocking stabbing deaths of four University of Idaho students in their off-campus home an isolated, targeted attack. But they've kept most details under wraps as they continue to seek out their suspect. Kaylee Gonsalves, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin were found dead at the house just yards off campus hours after police say someone attacked them in their sleep on November 13th. The three women lived there, and Chapin was visiting his girlfriend, Kerr Nodal. Police have kept quiet about crime scene specifics to protect the integrity of their ongoing investigation. However, on Friday, investigators clarified some of their reasoning in an interview with Fox News Digital. See, this is all I've asked for, and obviously what I want really doesn't matter one bit. I'm just talking about from the perspective of trying to keep things in order and trying to avoid the cesspool that is all these crazy conspiracy theories. Now, it's one thing to have speculation, right? It's a whole nother thing to have wild-ass conspiracy theories that you're coming up with from who knows where. But when there's a lack of information and there's a void of information and there's no clarity about what you're saying, you leave things open to interpretation. And there's a lot of people out here who are grifters who are going to use that interpretation to continue to try and drive clicks and, you know, all the rest of it. But the reality is these are real people. These are daughters and friends and sisters, not just names in a magazine or names on your TV screen or names in an article. These, they have families and their families are, you know, reading these forums and participating in them and shit. So it's always bananas to me when there's a story like this and people start going for the gusto with wild-ass conspiracy theories. Now, logical investigation and logical speculation is a whole different ballgame. But I've read some wild-ass conspiracy theories in the last few days about this story, and it's just absurd that people would believe the things that they believe. When the chief said that the slayings were targeted, and investigators still believe that now, It didn't appear that there was any forced entry into the residence, said Aaron Snell, communications director for the Idaho State Police. There were survivors of this. And then as well, based on the evidence internally at the scene, that has led uh, detectives to believe and continue to believe that this was a targeted event. So why couldn't you just say that at the press conference? You couldn't just come out and clarify and go into why you think this is a targeted event? And you could have simply just given the same answer you gave in this interview and avoided a lot of confusion. He declined to discuss what evidence was recovered inside the scene or to identify whom and how many of the victims, specifically the killer, was targeting. In a televised interview, Gonsalves' father, Steve Gonsalves, reportedly told CNN that he had been informed that there was only one target among the four victims. Separately, he told Fox News last week that the attacker had been sloppy and left behind an abundance of evidence. And it's interesting that they keep saying that the killer was sloppy. That leads me to believe that there has to be a ton of DNA evidence that they got not only from the victims, but from this alleged killer as well. So hopefully all of this stuff is being processed in a a very quick manner and they say that everything's being expedited. So hopefully that's all happening. And when they get the results of this DNA testing back and then they go through some of the digital stuff as well, they'll be able to really hammer in and hammer home who the suspect is here. That's my hope. 
The family members, what they say is up to them, Snell said. The information that we try to release is the best of our ability, vetted and accurate and correct. And as well, to protect the integrity of the case. And we know that we've heard from several family members in this matter so far. And they've had some pretty interesting things to say. And it seems there's a bit of a contentious relationship, at least between the cops and Kaylee's family. At least a little bit. You know, they don't seem to be on the same page. That's for damn sure. And honestly, I can only imagine the frustration, right? Being the family, you don't know what happened to your daughter. There's all kinds of conspiracy theories out there, rumors. I mean, if you go and look for them, there's some rumors out there that would make your head spin about this case. Some of the nonsense I've stumbled upon in some of these forums is just absurd. And the families, you gotta remember... They're not in a a bubble. They're reading this stuff. They're part of these forums. They're looking at this case as well. I learned that with the Jeffrey Epstein case that I covered for over three years, still covering it now. But the survivors of that case, they were listening to the media. They were listening to these uh, podcasts. They were listening to the reports about what was going on. So I always keep in mind that this isn't just happening in a vacuum. We're not just sitting around in the backyard yapping to each other. So I'm very mindful of that, and I understand that these people are going through a lot of pain, and the last thing they need is a bunch of weird voices out there talking about a bunch of dumb shit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He declined to discuss the crime scene details, but said he had no qualms about the family speaking out. And I know there were people out there talking about how the families were probably being coached by the law enforcement and stuff like that, but I never thought that was what was going on. This doesn't seem to be that kind of situation at all. In fact, the, the family seemed to be speaking independently of the police. So that line of thinking never really jived with me either. I think that the families are frustrated. I think the families are looking for justice. And I think that the families are confused and angry. And they have every right to be. Can you imagine being in their position? I can't imagine for one second losing a loved one like this, never mind a child. That's totally understandable that he would want to make comments. And that's up to him, Snell said. That's fine. Whatever the killer's intent was upon entry, the unknown suspect or suspects did not leave until after hacking to death four young people. Chapin was a member of the Sigma Chi fraternity, majoring in recreation, sport, and tourism management, the University of Idaho said. Kernodal and Mogan were both part of the Pi Beta Pi, the Pi Beta Phi sorority and were marketing majors. Gonsalves, a general studies major, belonged to Alpha Phi. Two of the victims were sleeping on the second floor and two were on the third, but police have not confirmed whom was found where or whether the bedroom doors were locked after the slayings. Now that would make sense if they were. If the bedroom doors were locked, that would make the story seem a little bit more plausible that the roommates didn't know what was going on, right? They didn't know that their other roommates were hurt. Or else how would they find them? I don't understand the whole unconscious part still yet either. 
And honestly, there's still a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense to me in this case. Usually when we're covering something like this, I have a handle on what's going on by now. At the very least, you know, there's some breadcrumbs that we're able to follow and have a solid bit of speculation at the very least. But I have to tell you folks here, I don't know which way to turn. There's a lot going on here that seems crazy. Everybody that the circumstantial evidence is pointed to has not been somebody the police are looking at, at least officially. Now, maybe they're doing something behind the scenes that we don't know about, but this is one of those head scratchers where you really can't figure out which way's up and which way's down. And again, that's because of a lack of information. With the police being so coy and playing everything so close to the vest, it's very hard to discern where things currently stand. We have not released any of that information, Snell said. We believe that's pertinent to the investigation. There is a lot of questions surrounding that, and we recognize that, and we want to provide that information when we can. But at this point in the investigation, we can't. And this is the messaging that he should have used from the very beginning. Be more clear, be more concise, and people will be more inclined to give you the time to further your investigation. Multiple 911 callers alerted authorities around noon on November 13th and officers initially arrived in response to a report of an unconscious person. They found four victims dead inside. Again, we need way more clarity here. That phone call, the 911 call, what happened in the direct aftermath, all of that. The Lataw County coroner later said that all four victims of homicide by stabbing and that their wounds were likely inflicted in their sleep. Authorities and the property manager have not confirmed whose bedrooms were where. Morgan's boots were visible on the upper level window alongside a pink letter M, suggesting that she occupied the third floor. Gonsalves' family told Fox News last week that she and Morgan were very close, like sisters. And how many of you had a friend like that growing up? We've talked about this before. I know I did. Friends that went everywhere with you. Friends that were so close to you, it was like they were your brother or your sister. Maddie was in our oldest daughter's wedding, Christy Gonsalves said. She said, all of my sisters are my bridesmaids, and Maddie was one of my bridesmaids. And it was all of Olivia's sisters, including Maddie. Two roommates who were sleeping on the ground level were not attacked. Neither was a pet dog in the home. John Kelly, a criminal profiler and psychotherapist with experience interviewing serial killers, said due to the lack of uh, publicly available details, he's up in the air about whether the attacker was a random stalker or someone familiar with the inside of the house. And I'm right there with him. I mean, when we were talking about Gabby Petito, which we covered extensively from the day she went missing, I knew that Brian Laundrie was the dude from Jump Street. I didn't need more evidence. I Sometimes you get that feeling, right? And you're like, oh, this is bad news. And when you looked at all of the evidence and everything that was coming out, it didn't look good for Brian Laundrie. But this is a whole different animal. We have nothing to go on here besides the crime scene and then a bunch of scuttlebutt. And for me, that's not good enough. Rumors, innuendo, that's not good enough. Until I hear it from the investigators or the investigation itself, then I really don't bother with it. Now, that doesn't mean I don't look at all of this stuff that's happening as far as the conspiracy theories and what people are saying. I most certainly do. I dive into all of it, and if I feel any of it has legs, I continue to look at it and put it to the side and mark it, because it might pop up later on. 
But for me, I think the, the proper way to go about this, and I'm just talking about for myself, is to follow what the official story is and work off of that. But one thing is clear, he said. He really, really is a savage with no concern or empathy or anything like that, he told Fox News Digital. Police and the FBI, who worked through Thanksgiving trying to find answers in this murder mystery, are asking anyone with information on the case, no matter how small, to get in touch. We are looking at all angles, Snell said. Our concept is that if we start getting pigeonholed into a specific idea, we may miss other tips and other pieces of the investigation. And that's for sure. You can't get tunnel vision. I know I've fallen into that trap before and you just can't do it. You have to keep all your options open and everything on the table and be very agnostic about all of it. Because if you get tunnel vision, inevitably you're going to miss something. So far, he said investigators had received more than a thousand tips in the case and are working through them. If anybody has information, we're interested, he added. We believe that's what's in a possible video surveillance tape is just as important as what might not be in it to help us get a clearer picture. They're also looking into whether Gonsalves may have had a stalker, a suggestion that they have so far been unable to corroborate. And again, that's a big part of this as well. If she had a stalker, then all bets are off. That person is, is at the top of the list for suspects here. So we'll have to see what's what, but I thought it was decent that Mr. Snell here came out and gave a little bit of clarification at least. And for me, that's all I really want. So hopefully this trend keeps up and they get their messaging dialed in. Because besides the messaging, I think they're doing a pretty good job here as far as the investigatory work. And I wouldn't be shocked if they have somebody behind the scenes that they're interested in. So we'll have to see what happens, but... I think this is a step in the right direction for the investigators to be a bit more upfront and be more clear about what's going on and about what they're going to share and what they're not going to share. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P. U-C-C-I. The link that I discussed can be found in the description box. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.